mouth breather. Oh my god, hi! How's it oh going? Oh my god, we're back. The Mouth Breather Podcast. It's episode 15 now. 15. Because when you're 15, you're going to listen to our podcast. <laughs> you better believe me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is episode 15 of the Mouth Breather Podcast. <laughs> my name is Pat Egan. I'm Jim Egan. And we, tonight we have a very special guest. Who's that? Oh, oh, it's what? our good, oh, it's our good friend Megan Leiter. Megan Leiter, yeah, what's going on, Meg? I'm I'm really I'm nervous, but I'm working through the nerves. But I have this like fear, like of just when I was like in kinder, no, kinder, when I was like in eighth grade, it was like a big deal to like read the prayer, you know, in, sure, yeah. in my grade school, and I was such a heavy breather because I would get so nervous. <laughs> so I'm afraid you guys are going to be in the middle of this really amazing story, and I'm just going to be like. <sighs> <laughs> you just know, breathing really heavy because yeah. of my nerves. It's okay because editing best. editing exists. Okay, so like we are all. Well, I good. want I want. Can you edit my heavy breathing just whenever there's a, a spot there that you need fill in? Sure, <laughs> of course. If there's awkward silence, I'll just, just like, actually I'll save I'll save it. <laughs> For like future episodes, and maybe your like, ringtone. Yeah, of course. Maybe yeah. the ringtone. You can have pot, you can have mouth breather ringtones, and yeah. you can have just all. You Megan know. breathing. Megan breathing is, uh, <laughs> is mouth breather ringtone number seven. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, no, um, you know it's funny. I used to, Jimmy. I know you have a couple of stories about that kind of thing. Uh, talking in the microphone at school. Yeah. So I, I also did. I wanted to go out of my way to do like morning prayer or whatever. You know, I went to St. Rita High School, and mm. I was. Uh, Oh my god! Can I please do it this week? Because I I didn't really care about what the content was. I was all about the delivery. <laughs> Definitely like uh, style over substance. I'd be like, and then Judas would get down on his hands and knees and say what? And this would be like eight in the morning. Everyone's like, who's doing prayer this morning? <laughs> Is love, it Pat Egan again? I would love it if you're like Judas got on his hands and knees and then betrayed Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but don't you have a, a story like that with a newspaper? Or I like- most definitely do. So I think the one that really like sticks out in my head is that there was one time I was doing the school announcements at uh, at EP. Right. And um, you're supposed to do it like right after. Like it's like the first thing in the morning. So I'm in class and like I have, like this gut feeling. I'm like I'm kind of forgetting something. Then I hear like <laughs> stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'm like oh. <gasps> I forgot. I'm the one who has to announce like after the pledge because there's like the pledge kid and then there's like the announcement kid and like you were you got promoted you, oh, who, from so pledge it, kid. So there was a hierarchy. So there you was. started off as everyone oh. started off as pledge kid. Yeah, but then you go to news kid. <laughs> and then like, but then like that's it. It's like a very short. It's like a step stool, not a ladder. You know. So, <laughs> okay. Um. So I get up from my desk. And I bolt out the classroom, and my teacher's like, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, "I have to do the announcements." I'm the I, news kid. I, I, I have to tell the news. Um, so I'm the news kid. Yeah. Um, so I run down the hallway. I like jump down flights of stairs. Like, uh, wow. like uh, what? What? Uh, the, uh-huh. the what? Yeah. The 1980s movie. This is movie. where you put in my heavy breathing. I know, right? Heavy breathing. <laughs> um, no, like Panting. what's like. The classic like runaway Ferris Bueller. Okay, Thank very you. okay, okay. Wow, she's good. Yeah, she's well, good. Mm-hmm. you also, should be like I, on pyramid, by the way. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so really quick, I'm like running around like a crazy person all throughout the school, and I'm like I'm on the third floor, so like I'm like going, 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 and I get to and like the pledge of allegiance is done, and I get there, and I'm like I made it, but then like I totally forgot. Once you like run a lot, you have to like right. catch your breath. Right. Right. So I'm just like, all right, everyone, this is <laughs> like oh, this is God. like verbatim like what happened. It's like, yes. all right, everyone, this is <laughs> this is this is Jim, and we're gonna be talking about what's going on today. <sighs> oh my God! Like, God, Jim, pull like, together. Yeah, <laughs> we get one shot at the news kid. News kid. Yeah, news kid. <laughs> um, and then like I there so I, as I'm seeing the announcements, there's like uh. An office lady look, look, really looking at me, like concerned, and you can hear it in the announcements because I put my hand over the mic and I'm like, "No, sorry, I ran here," <laughs> you know, like, and uh, I'm just like, "So the girls' soccer team is gonna, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, they're gonna play today." 
against Re- Revis Reva- Revis and I'm like oh, I feel so good. oh god I'm gonna barf <laughs> like, um, and there's one person that can definitely vouch for this is uh, Caroline because Caroline oh, my was, sister. was in high school and she heard that and apparently everyone in her class is like isn't that your cousin <laughs> and Caroline is like yeah but like not even like embarrassed whoops yeah. <laughs> but I was like so out of breath like giving the announcements at EP and the that was, uh, I was like kind of embarrassed, but then I just kind of owned up to it. I was just well, kind of like, it happened. You but know? kids are cruel. And when I would give my very breathy, <laughs> which I guess could be misconstrued. My breaths are not any, they're not sexual in nature. They're more of no. like panicky in nature. But, of course. You know, so like, <laughs> so when you hope. give this a very panicky, you know, Hail Mary, when you're in, you know, eighth grade at St. Gilbert's, St. Gilbert's grade th- school, you go back to homeroom and you just get torn apart. Like it's just. Yeah, no, kids are mean. They're mean. Yeah. And there's no, there's no room for error with those kids. You know, no. like there's one time. I did a uh, uh, super quick story. Um, we do it. What was it called? Pride Week. Yeah, and right. it's not like Which, supporting of the gays. No, it's not. And but it's, it is. I don't think it's but called, we still support them anyway. We, we love, I know. Yeah. But it's also not called Pride Week anymore. Because when oh, really? I, when I, I'm familiar with Pride Week. Yeah, for sure. And I thought, God, this is really forward thinking and open minded. Like maybe it's just kind of like pride <laughs> and all, and all things. Right. But it, that's not what I'm at. No, it just meant like school pride. School pride. School pride. And so only school pride. I, school pride. No, so Nothing I, else. No, right. I thought it was like so, pride to be different or like no, it was just celebrate. Definitely. Just no, we're going to worship that horse. Yeah, go know? Mustangs. <laughs> school spirit. Who's ready? Who's ready to watch your teachers eat White Castles? <laughs> That's actually a thing. That but anyway, before we get too too far along, um, I was on student government. So I was like, I always wanted to do something crazy in like those like school games. So I was like, I want to do the Home Run Derby. So I did, and I like I literally knocked it out of the park like five times, and I was like, "Wow, that's great!" Like they just lob these softballs in the middle of the football field, and you you hit them as hard as you can. They go in the bleachers. Everyone's like, "Whoa, my god!" It was like a really cool feeling, you know. And then I I got to the next round, and I didn't do as well. But I was so so proud of myself for the yeah. five hits. Yeah. And then I got back to class, and people were like, "You're fluke, Egan. You're fluke." And I was oh like, my God. "Guys, it's, it's fucking Pride Week. Who cares? Like, it's just like <laughs> this isn't the World Series." Like they know? went out of their way to just be like, "You're not good enough. You're not good <laughs> enough. Oh yeah, your you know? dad's never gonna love you." Yeah, right. <laughs> I was hitting softballs. Guys, they were lobbing them. Let's like, be real. Um, but super quick. So, uh, so yeah, tonight we have Megan Leiter on. Uh, she's awesome. I met her like nine years ago uh, when she was a uh, one of my uh, good mentors and one Do of you my. You want to tell everybody the first thing I ever said to you? Because I think about this and it haunts me. Honestly, oh god, this is, so this is kind of funny. So to, I, I to went to uh, I went to Saint Rita High School, and Megan came there. I think when I was a junior, and I was uh, always like bringing my guitar to school, you know. And Jimmy was actually the SG you had given me. Nice. Where yeah, is it now? I sold it for 50 bucks. Oh. That's a totally... We could talk in, about that later. You could throw in something there. <laughs> I'm just, oh, now I'm directing. Now I'm producing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm like in the halls just like playing my dumb guitar. And uh, I, had, I had not known you yet. And oh, I didn't know who you were either. Right. And you... But I saw... It'd be so you, weird if, if but you I knew saw, who I was like, you oh, were. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> well, like, well, so it's like I was... I've heard about you in that home run derby. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you fucking flew. <laughs> I heard you're not good enough. And yeah. The whole, whole t- nine yards. Um, but I was just like in the hallway practicing and, and she like leaves campus ministry or whatever. And she's like, oh my God, what are you going to do? Play me stairway? And, and like laughed walking. at her own joke and like walked away. Like. I'm a total jerk. And I had completely forgotten about this, you know, because apparently just like taking students' dreams and crushing them is, is just <laughs> call it a Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry. Wake you, up, eat oatmeal, yeah, crush a yeah, dream. Crush a dream, you know, crush call it a day. And I do, I did, I honestly felt horrible about just automatically going to making fun of, but. I mean, hey, you seem here we are. Fine. Here You're we are, fine. nine it years later. Out. It all We're hanging out. out. Yeah. So it's fine. I think you'd feel really bad if like Pat was like an accountant right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah, huh. I, I just not bashing yeah, accountants, but like Pat's Pat's realm is in music. Just like, I didn't do right. that. Right, so I was just I like giving him good. giving him some help for the the tough yeah. world that is. Right, like, I should have learned stairway. Art. I should have played her stairway. <laughs> like just typing out my desk. I um I but of course I, I'm like, like oh kid with guitar stairway joke nailed it lighter keep oh, it so five nailed it lighter so cool oh god. 
Uh, no, but um, you oh, were. God, uh, I thought you were awesome. We met uh, at like we did the uh, variety shows, and you taught science, and you were just awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I I had not met at that point. I really didn't like kind of like think about uh, learning the way I had before. Like it was just like kind of show up, go to school, do your thing, and you kind of go to class, and and people are like doing their jobs, doing fine. But you and a couple other teachers at Rita, uh, I th- I felt just challenged us to uh, learn differently, you know, like in the way of like, uh, so because at the time, so she had us do like vocabulary words, and okay. like, well, hold on, in hold my on, defense. let me let me finish, hold okay. on, real quick. So <laughs> teachers would be like, hey, just <laughs> write your vocab, do flashcards, study for the test, uh. Something that I didn't like realize, you know, I just had captain's class and they had me do the same thing to retain information was to like draw a picture, do it in different colors, write it out, do all this different kind of things. And at the time, people were like, why are we coloring? It's high school. Right. You know, this is like a school of all guys, you know. And at the time I was like, I mean, I did like it helped me retain stuff, you know, in uh, in the way of like learning Right, and your brain remembers. Your brain doesn't remember words; it remembers pictures and colors and images. And it's way it's a way to stimulate different parts of your brain to actually retain. Right. That's what. Do we have this on? Are we, are we getting this, Jimmy? That we're getting all these. We got all, all these, these good sweet these good notes. Compliments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. It, it, right. And so. Right. Well, that's so thank just one you. Fa- I appreciate that. And then I know also, why. By the way, what's up? I know why right. that's that. It's because it like, is that. Well, I know it is. It's all because like while we were like basically almost like uh and like like if you believe in this i guess i do huh like monkeys basically <laughs> were climbing through trees mm-hmm. yeah you had to remember what food was good to eat and like you had to know what food wasn't good to eat so like you your brain used colors and like the colors of like berries and all that and that's just like hardwired into our do you still brains. do that today yeah, like I'll go in the park. Uh, na- I'll go in the park naked and feral, and I will. I will figure out what it's berries are good. It's your Jimmy time. It's, it's your having it's, Jimmy time. Don't 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 mess with me during Jimmy time, right? <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, I was like, yeah, I was taking my captain's class, and like they literally was like, all right, there's different lights. Do these different light colors. Draw pictures. Mm-hmm. You'll understand it better if you're using like different senses. Like besides just like reading it and reading it, right? If you're like, if you say it out loud, if you draw it out, if you use different color, like you, you know what I mean? It's just like, at the time I was, I don't know, like Jesus, 17, 18, whatever you are. And I was like, oh, this is like different. Like it just was a different way of like taking stuff in. And I felt it was just like the beginning of like my knowledge awakening. Wow. Putting, putting something there. Star Wars episode 10. (laughs) Knowledge awakening. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I have taught in only in, in, Catholic schools and science education is not always the most current anywhere you go. And so I would, you know, I would kind of try to do different things. And a lot of times if kids haven't been taught in different ways, if they're only been taught in terms of like memorize, regurgitate, memorize, regurgitate, then it's it's hard for them to kind of think differently. And there was one time I was in a fight with a with a freshman, right? Choose your battles. I chose all of them. <laughs> and um, <laughs> this one kid was like, I'm like, you can't play football on your iPad and do this. You can't. The brain can only process one thing at a time. And the kid's like, oh, yeah. I go, oh, yeah. And I have the Stanford article to prove. He's like, show me. I go, I will. Like, who wins? Who wins? This kid is not going to read this dumb Stanford research article, <laughs> but I'm going to show it to you, Brad. I'm going to get it out, Tyler. You Boom. learn, bitch. You, you learn. You've been lighter. <laughs> you've been lighter. Bam. I win. Right? right? I love it. Um, yeah. And, but, like, you even, um, I mean, you had us, like, go to oh, different, uh, like, the science experiments we do. You take us out to, like, so you know how, like, it was a big deal to go on a field trip? Yes. I'm not saying it wasn't a big day. deal anymore, but it was like they were so seldom, like you never went on them. Well, lighter pulled off. Like there was like a field trip like every month, and like yeah. we got to do like really cool. Like we went to the Chicago River and did like tests on the water, and like if kids didn't want to like really do that, you're like yeah, bring your fishing equipment. I don't well, really care. I don't want to look at you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I can't help. You can bring it. The name of my teaching book is going to be, or the, my my memoirs are going to be. You know, you can, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it do shots. Like I can lead you this far. <laughs> the party's on your own. So you all need to figure it out. Right? Yeah. But I mean, it was just cool. It was like... I do appreciate... I do... Honestly, I do appreciate that. Yeah. No, it was awesome. And that's the thing about teaching. Like, you try and you're like, well, uh, I hope it all works out. So... Yeah. You know, I've been doing this for a number of years. So, you know, I- I'm... 
I'm one. I got one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and like you know, you're no longer Rita. You've been a kind of you've been to a few places sure. since then, and you know you've taught like all boys, boys and girls, uh, just girls, um, like. It, I mean, in the same age group, right? All high school. Yes. So, like, what's I guess the challenge? Is there different challenges with there? I mean, yeah, I think the challenge is to staying relevant. And I should have, you know, I know you sometimes will put warnings out about like, you know, um, language and content. And I'm afraid that you're going to have to put a warning before this one that all of my references end po- after 95 because that's the last <laughs> time I ever felt relevant. So I think the- there's your warning. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I mean, Blink-182's first album wasn't that bad. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, so I think the hardest part is staying relevant and still loving your job. Because teaching is one of those jobs that you are never going to feel good at. And I always say, like, it, the minute I... Can I, can I swear? You yeah. can bleep me out. Fuck yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I always say the day I leave and I'm like, oh, I nailed it. And I'm like, high five and fist pumping and all of this. Or the day I say to the students, shut the fuck up, is the day that I quit. Because it's like both extremes like I'm never going to feel amazing at it because you never really know and you're also never going to feel hopefully at the bottom sidebar I did get very close and I did say to a group of students um you got to be fucking kidding me you made me look like an asshole which I did and I also felt so horrible about it I told <laughs> all of my superiors because I felt horrible I was like do I need to quit this is crazy so I do think though like for me the hardest part is staying relevant not only with like how kids learn but also like what's happening in science because we traditionally teach science differently than actually the way science is done you know we teach it very discreetly we teach it very like memorization we teach that and that's not how science is science is messy it's creative it's all those things so i try to stay as try to stay relevant but also interesting and kind of keep up on on you know what we know about the human brain and how learning works. That's dope. But then sometimes I get real <laughs> tired, and you know sometimes we're watching Contagion, and you know you just got to keep it pushing, everybody. Yeah. You got to get on board, get on board, because I am tired sometimes. <laughs> you know. Right. Well, There's just so many bloody Kleenexes that you can pick up that aren't your own. Yeah, that maybe should be the title of my actually autobiography. There's just so <laughs> many bloody you can pick up that aren't oh your own. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> but like also just in like the. The subject of science, it's, I think, in my opinion, one of the more, like, fluid topics there are to teach. Because, like, math is, like, probably the most concrete. Like, I imagine math is, like, just, like, this cinder block of, like, all right, here you go. Like, just breaking back. Like, boom. If you can lift it, you got it. You know? But, like, (laughs) and, like, reading, it's, like, it's it's not as concrete. But because it's, like, literature is always changing. But, like, it's, it's honestly just, like, the way you say it. Like the way that uh, William Shakespeare wrote back Billy then. Billy Shakes. Is, uh, Willie Shakes. <laughs> Alabama Willie Shakes, you know. Um, He's hitting like, the poetry with those those licks. <laughs> yeah, those sick bars are fire. <laughs> um, but like the way that like he used to write is not the way we write anymore. So like it's not so much like different. It's just it's just evolved. I think it changes with culture, you know. Oh, without a doubt. But like oh, science, yeah. it's like science is like so you you could be wrong about something yes. for years. Or not even just years, yes. like decades, centuries, centuries. maybe even millennials. A millennia. <laughs> millennials. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so that's what makes it like also tiring. Cause I've used science class almost like, like computers. It's like right. your computer from 20 years ago is not even like you, you can't even use oh, that anymore. Yeah. You know well, what I'm saying? Could. Well, could you to play pong? Wait, that was an 80s reference. That was an 80s reference. <laughs> to play uh, Oregon Trail. What is Pong? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, everyone watches Stranger Things. Okay. Everyone knows what All Pong right. is now. Okay, so yeah. Okay. Um, but um, I agree. <laughs> yeah, like, what was the guy? Copernicus? was Copernicus. Like, or what was the guy before him was wrong? Gal- Galileo. Galileo? About the sun or like the... Yeah, the Ptolemaic. The sun re- yeah. revolved around the earth was his whole thing. And everyone's like, yeah, I believe him. Well, He's got to well, be right, no. right? No, T- everyone did not believe him. The view is that, that the earth is the center of the universe. Yeah. Right. And Galileo's like, wait a minute. Galileo, strong Catholic, ready? Excommunicated by a Jesuit. Not yep. just saying, I'm just saying. Punk rock, get it Punk wrong. rock as Sometimes hell. religion gets it wrong. <laughs> sometimes science gets it wrong. And I think that's that's the thing that we don't always express. And that's the thing that people don't always know is that it's... Like Pat. Like <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday night, um, yikes! But there, it is, it is ever changing, and it's our understanding is ever changing, and it's not about necessarily being right or wrong. It's about how well that you can prove your argument. But that's mm, that's not, so cool. It's like so much. Clout. That was super compelling. Was it? Are you making was, fun of me? No, I'm really not. But that's what it is, and that's no, what like good that, science that, that, should that's, be. That's just like a cool way of like 
handling almost a lot of situations. Right. It's like exactly. not whether you're right or you're wrong, but if you, if you can back up what you're saying, yes. right. then at the end of the day, that's all you got. Right. right, like if you and like, you literally yeah. strip away half the problem, and that strengthens that way. everything. That strengthens you know reading skills, writing skills. Like that's that can be the backbone for all of our our understanding and our critical thinking. You know, and I I had a principal say to me one time, well several times he actually was like, wouldn't it be amazing if you one of your students came back and became a doctor because of you? And I was like, well that's not going to happen. I was like, well, honestly. <laughs> I mean that would be fine, but for me it was more like I'd rather have one of my students take their grandma to the doctor and be able to understand and like to be able to consume science information and be able to make sense of that. To me, that's more powerful Yeah, that is, than yeah. that, than having a doctor, unless he's coming with a BMW. But, you know, if not, <laughs> <laughs> if not, I don't, like, that's not, that, that title, that procedure is not what I'm about. And I think that's maybe why I've chosen to stay in Catholic schools, because not that they're not prestigious and, and highly glamorous, but it was more <laughs> just because of, like, they're focused on the mission and they're focused on, as I mean, all schools do this to a certain degree, but I think Catholic schools kind of, you know, um, have the market on teaching to the entire student. And that's why I've stayed in Catholic schools, because there's more of an opportunity for me to have those critical discussions with them. Sure. Am, am I too boring? No, okay. this is I'm no, actually killing it. Okay, I'm like super. Guys, I just need lots of this. I need to do lots of validation. Is this the best podcast? This ever? is so good. Yeah. Killing it. Oh, my God. Get the glitter cannon. Anyway, <laughs> the glitter cannon. I forgot we had that. Sorry. It's sorry. dusty. Sorry, it's underneath this box of streamers. <laughs> no, but like, I'm not going to lie. Even just like my experience being a student for. Um, a college student for so long. Um, How long, Jim? Seven, Pat. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I was Shady shade. Damn, I thought it was kind of funny. Shame. Yeah, I regret it. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Yeah, that bell, dude. Jeez. Um, but like, okay, hang on. Real back, Jimbo. Um, so <laughs> when I was going to like a state school um, that wasn't like a Catholic school, it was definitely more of a, how do I put this? Like I got a job to do. Let's let let's get the job out as fast as possible, kind of deal. And then I went to a Catholic school, and then they're like, "I got a job to do. Do you get this? Because if you don't, we need to keep going over it." Right. Well, it's state, and like I'm not bashing state school because like everyone learns differently. Right. There there are people who can totally learn the way that like I just first described. Like, okay, we're gonna go over this. We're gonna go over this like quick. More information, the better. Is kind of like the like how yeah. I felt it was. Like let's get let's give you as much info as possible while the like Catholic school route is like almost like a one on one approach. Kind of like, do you get it? Because if you don't, we can go back. Your classes are pretty small, right? My classes are tiny. Yeah, They're, and that's huge too. I mean, yeah. So like, because when I was at Southern, you would you be in auditoriums, right? right. Three hundred students. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but, did you even meet your teacher? Like once, but like very like. Once in like the thing is though it's like especially like because especially for me and I'm very thankful for my teachers but like I've I've had a lot of favors done from teachers like uh, papers that I turned in late and then the teacher is like you're lucky I like you mm. you know like and that's rad and like, I appreciate all of them but like you couldn't you could not do that at a in an auditorium sense kind right. of deal you know yeah I definitely feel like you know I went to Columbia and that school is very like very liberal very like oh my god what is it love your life live what you love i think is the thing is it and mcdonald's it, or columbia i don't know i don't know um i'm loving I, it my, 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 <laughs> my favorite my favorite part about uh columbia was the connection i had to my teachers and my mentors because i think the biggest class i had was 40 people and it was like i got to know all of my teachers super well and these were and i went to school for music business and it was like Everyone was just trying to like, you know, it's hard out there. We got you. Use this as a reference. Uh, come to this. Like, this is like a, a networking thing. You should go to like, you know, and people like looking mm-hmm. out for you. And I, I just know that that helped me so much in like my understanding of like what I want to do and like kind of weeding out through like different paths and like, oh, I know I don't want to do this. Don't want to do that. Um, but it was just it was important for me to be in that kind of a setting. And I, I just agree with you is what I'm saying. I guess. Oh, for sure. But you're agreeing with me in, in a in a different point of view. Well, yeah. Double agreeance. Double agreeance. Well, and I think, too, I think we have to think, we need to take education more personal, <laughs> like make it more personalized. I think, especially with, with what we're seeing with colleges and college loans and all of that, all those shenanigans, like not, Harvard isn't for everybody. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert everybody. Harvard isn't for everybody. So you, we need to make sure that students are placed in the right 
schools, whether it's trade school, whether it's college, whether it's community college, like you need to make sure that you're placed in the right place, Yeah. which that's not always the message we get. That wasn't the message I got. I got was go to the best, go to the best school you can get yourself in. Go to this school, go to that school that sure. has prestige, that has this. Oh, well, my cousin went there and she had a great time. Go here. Right. Like we're oh not God, really yeah. paying attention to what is going to best serve the student. We're, we're going, we have a whole nother set of criteria that we're using to place kids in college. And so maybe college isn't for everybody, you know, totally. that's another thing too. Yeah. Like, I, I think we need to rethink the whole system, not just, you know, what happens in the classroom, but how schools are run and how colleges are run and how college choice is managed and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, <laughs> yeah. that was awesome. I think that's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, gonna pour some more wine. Oh my gosh, that was like I'm still trying to process everything we just talked about. That was like that was good heavy. You know was what I'm it? saying? No, okay. like, like a weighted blanket. You know, yeah, good heavy, like a snuggie. Yeah, <laughs> snuggie of knowledge. <laughs> the snuggie of knowledge. Um, but really quick, mm-hmm. I just want to touch on this, and I like so like Pat told me like last week he doesn't want to talk about game of thrones that much oh but like we, we but we literally just finished watching it okay, together okay so that everyone knows we just we usually record on sundays game uh-huh. of thrones is back on and i just was like jimmy I, I love the thing i love our chemistry i just don't want to become a game of thrones podcast and i agree with you and i'm literally just gonna talk about one little thing and like we're just gonna get a laugh out because i thought about this okay. during so in the middle of the show while we're all watching it i don't know if you guys remember me laughing randomly at one point i think you guys were maybe really into the Should show. Should we say spoiler alert? No, like, so, I mean, there's a, I mean, fine, I guess spoiler alert for season eight, episode two, but, like, there's really nothing But to also, talk if about. you haven't seen it now, that's on you. True. But, like, so, th- this part doesn't really, I'm gonna be vague, but for those who've seen it, they know what I'm talking about. So, there's all, like, these people together, like, in, like, in, like, a hall with the fireplace, and, like, there's just a ragtag group of people you never thought were gonna be, be together mm-hmm. in the show. And they're all drinking. They're all telling stories. It's actually like that is like one of my new favorite parts of Game of Thrones. Now that was awesome. I loved every second of that. Mm. It was great. But then so at the end they're like, we should all go to bed. And everyone's like, no, like come on, like let's stay up a little bit longer. <laughs> and then like a character is like, does anyone know a song? And he's going around the room, and everyone's like, I don't know one. I don't know one. I don't know one. And then someone starts to sing. But like in my head, I was like, what if he was just like. What if they're like, and they sing this beautiful song, and it's great, and I'm sure there's going to be like 10 YouTube covers of oh, this soon. Oh, 100%. It, it was so good. But like, what if like this song in like medieval times, Game of Thrones universe, like someone's like, she take my money <laughs> when I'm in need. She's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger (laughs) way out of town that digs on me. (laughs) While, like, all, like, this dramatic imagery is coming at you. I don't know. I just wanted to point that out really quick. (laughs) Wow. This has been our segment, Jimmy Thoughts. (laughs) I can fill up, like, 19 hours. (laughs) Just today. Oh my gosh! Oh lord! Um, speaking of like Jimmy singing, uh, last night really. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to me, Jimmy. No, wait. So, so Pat knows about this. So last night I was hanging out with some friends, yeah. and they were they were getting a little bit bored, and uh, they were like, "Who who? I want some." This is like, last night. This is last night. I saw you last night. No, you didn't. Oh, I thought you said that. You said that. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm hanging out with some friends. Okay. And uh, they're like, what can we do? And I'm just like, do you have a guitar? And they're like, yeah. So I did the church songs. Oh. To, uh, so if you if you listen previously, what's wrong? No, I don't know. I just felt like that was an appropriate time, an appropriate noise to make. Oh, no, you're so fine. <laughs> uh, no, but basically me and Pat, whenever we're, we're hanging out and like we're just like, you know, drinking a little bit, we, we play like these really – like cheesy chord well, Jimmy progressions. Does. <laughs> All right, fine. I do this, and like we'll make like fake church songs, and like but they're like awful. They're really bad. <laughs> like, Meaning like the content's like wow. It's only it's like only church songy because like you sing about like church stuff. Like, yeah, you know, but then like I'll go right sense. into like my girlfriend Becky leaving me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, we, 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 we talk, what was it? It was like, it was like a volunteer gym was like the, 
the guys we made for him. Like as if he was like, he was like the leader of a youth group. Yeah. He's like, Hey guys, uh, come around. And he's like in charge of like 11 and 12 year olds. And then he's like, like, right before this started 430 kid mass this Saturday. Come on by, bring your folks. Yeah. Yeah, At four o'clock, Becky dumped me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like Like just getting over, he's always getting over a breakup. Yeah. So, uh, but like we did that last night for like two hours and like, and they were like, they were like dumbfounded. They were like, we're all laughing. It was great. Um, but they were like, how often do you do this? And I'm just like, never like, well, me and Pat, Always. like me and Pat will do it. Like well, Jimmy did it at a show once. <laughs> so I, I do these open mics at hearts and I'm like, what's cool about hearts is like, I, I do it like an open mic sense so that I could take a break real quick or the bathroom, get a drink, whatever. And Jimmy's like, Oh, can I go up? I'm like, yeah, dude, kill it. You know, you're going to do great. And I, uh, I go outside to talk to somebody real quick and somebody that like, comes outside, like, dude, your cousin's doing these fucking hilarious <laughs> songs about like, did he like, is he getting over a breakup with some girl named <laughs> Becky? And I was like, uh, no, it's just a joke. And I come back inside and he's like, it's not at the top of his head too. It's so weird. It's all improv. But uh, It's not sad. One of, the, one of these days I'll just record it and I'll just release it on the podcast and then you guys will know what I'm talking about because I'm just realizing this is the second time we talked about this. That's okay. You haven't, yeah. you, I don't think I have heard a church song, so... Oh, I mean, there's a there's a ton. Like, uh, sometimes it causes me to trambo, trambo, trambo. Making me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh man! But anyway, what is Easter? I just forgot it was Easter. It is. Yeah, happy it is. Easter. He has food holiday. He has. No one knows what to make for yourself. No, I will speak for most people. Worst food holiday. It's like you have what you have at like Christmas, but it's kind of warmer out. Casseroles. It's casseroles. A lot of casseroles for sure. Um, the lamb cake. It's like a angel food cake shaped like a lamb with so jelly bean (laughs) eyes and coconut frosting. It's like gross. Everything that's disgusting in it. But like, like molded like a lamb. It's okay. I I do. I yeah. Because no, because I had that today. Well, so like, but like I know exactly. I know exactly. I still feel it in my. I saw it. It's probably still in my guts right now. Yeah. Um. No, but I would have agreed with you. I would have agreed. I would have. Four hours ago. Four four years ago. Four years ago. Okay. Okay. But then my mom just got married this past uh, October and. Now I, well, and I've been doing it. This is my second Easter with my stepdad's family. And like the food was like insane today. Nice. It was so good. Well, the, for one that we, it was, it's like my step cousin, Carrie, she, uh, she she cooks. She's a chef, and like she makes these amazing okay, well, dishes. That is more of the that's not the norm. I know, I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Four years ago, when it was the norm, I would be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Did you have funeral potatoes? Do you have scalloped potatoes in a casserole pan? No, oh my I God, didn't. I've had that. Oh, no, but a I, lot. Like I, I had like baked. I had baked like cheesy potato. It was just like no. something different. It was like Thanksgiving. Like I would put the dinner you, I just had today okay. on Thanksgiving. Okay, like for real. Huge. But really quick. So we did have a lamb cake. And my stepbrother Matt um, took the lamb cake with my with my cousin Meredith, and like they're they have a really dark sense of humor, and I really love it about them. And they're like, we're gonna cut the lamb cake, and they're mm-hmm. like, okay. So they cut the lamb cake, and like they're cutting it, and they put it like mm-hmm. in like the the slices in a circle. They put the lamb head in the sure. middle, sure, and like <laughs> with a happy Easter sure. sign in sure. the skull. Wow. And you know, someone's aunt and- worked real hard on that lamb cake. Just well, so you know. Someone's aunt. <laughs> it was actually our aunt that worked on that. <laughs> but like everyone, it was, I, I loved it. I was laughing so flipping hard. It was great. It tasted good too. I bet. Yeah. I wore, I didn't even, we didn't even like celebrate this year. Cause like I was, everyone's working, you know, I worked uh, from like nine 30 to six 30 at night. And then this whole game of Thrones thing just like put me through the ringer. And yeah. then, you know, I was like, we got to do this podcast. It's amazing you can podcast with that cross nail to your back. What? I know. Easter joke. It's hashtag Easter hashtag joke. Hashtag <laughs> You've been crucified. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right? Yeah. Somebody get that towel on my face and have it exactly imprinted <laughs> on the towel. on eBay. Right? Oh, my God. Pat Egan's face is in a chicken nugget. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so cool. Oh, man. But I want to I want to get back to Megan. Let's Is that okay, Pat? Thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, you know, so <laughs> Megan Leiter, mm-hmm. 
high school teacher, adjunct at some colleges, mm-hmm. got her doctrine in curriculum and instruction mm-hmm. at Loyola. She's got two masters, mm-hmm. uh, secondary education and secondary supervision, and has an undergrad in biology at, uh, from Marquette. Are you reading that off a piece of paper? Or are you, you know what? Off the top of your head. <laughs> I wrote all that down because it's a lot because you're impressive. Well, it's awesome. Like, you know, you do all this yeah. cool shit uh-huh. and now you're super smart. Right. Destroying. Crushing right. dreams and making dreams. <laughs> and destroying worlds. You know, this is gonna this is giving me insurance that there's gonna be more teenage dream for me to crush. Right? You know? Hell I'm yeah. sorry. And we're not even talking about Katy Perry. Ooh It's a bad joke. Teenage <laughs> dreams. Take it back. Totally take that back. But uh, you know, you're you're looking to open up a school. Well, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, right? Like, that's kind of you know, that's that would be my dream, right? That would be my ultimate dream because I've worked in schools long enough to know. And it's not just me. I, I, I graduated Loyola the first time with my doctorate with three other amazing women who are all highly successful and working in different parts of education. But the thing is, is that like we, you know, I'm not, there's a, for those, anyone who's thinking of going into education or teachers, Boom. there's a, um, <laughs> one of my favorite thinkers and researchers, his name is Pedro Nogueira, and he always says, we know what works in education, but we don't do it, right? And I think that there's a multiple, there's a multitude of reasons why we're not doing certain things, but we know what works. We know small class sizes work. We know personalized attention works. We know, you know, embracing students' culture and embracing the family. We know these things work. And there, but there's all these barriers to, to kind of getting that, to realizing these these um, these goals. So we've been batting around the idea of actually kind of taking all that we know and, and all that we believe and using it to open up our own school, our own institution, kind of based on these things that we feel are so obvious in education, not only from all the schooling, but also from our many, many decades of experience. So that is definitely, definitely a goal of ours and of mine. And it, it kind of... Um, it's one of those things that kind of keeps you going because teaching is real hard. Like teaching is real hard, everybody. <laughs> like I, there are jobs out there that are, are 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 I don't you know there are very difficult jobs out there, and I'm not trying to say that it's it's worse or better than anything else, but it's a hard gig. Like not only do you never feel really good at it, but you know you the way education is now, like you're kind of teachers are kind of like the dumping ground for disgruntled parents, for disgruntled administrators, for disgruntled students. Like you take on a lot. Right. So I think that there is a better way that we can think about education, that we can do education. And our hope is to kind of work towards actually realizing that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a dream. It's a dream that's in the works. That's awesome, though. Yeah. And, you know, what that looks like, I don't I'm not quite sure. I think we want to make sure that it's all girls, because if you look at Chicago, there aren't a whole lot of opportunities for single gender girl education you know the south side has the boys and it and there are a couple all girls schools that are really thriving but there's a lot that are closing or there's one in particular that's closing and so i think like queen of peace like for example queen of peace is one queen um, of peace well that's like already closed yeah that's closed um there's a, a young women's leadership charter that's closing there's the other one that's closing. Mount Assisi's closed. Yeah. You know, you have. I know this is new Maria news to you. Closed. Sorry. <laughs> school's, school's canceled. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Class is canceled for uh, the remainder of the entire life. So. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, you still have boys' schools that are thriving for a number of, of reasons. But um, so I think we feel there's a need there to, to educate the young women of Chicago. And we think that we can, being women ourselves, we kind of, there's a universal experience about being a woman. So we can kind of work towards that and also kind of do school differently you know think more about um that idea of sitting and memorizing and regurgitating unfortunately it still happens in schools so we're kind of trying to break the wheel what game of thrones what? bring it back what? to the, what like, is that daenerys oh my god, right daenerys Stark oh my god. Of, of um of of chicago uh, science education oh my god. i mean I, I didn't say it i didn't say khaleesi. it i'll take it <laughs> that's khaleesi really, can i use I'm the bathroom like, <laughs> <laughs> really, if anything i feel like i'm the lady mormont of of oh, yeah. yeah right of just staring this. down people i'm just gonna grace is that what we call is you is that what we do is that how it goes i'm sorry oh, i don't know I don't know. When I taught all boys, I used to do this thing. I teach all girls now. But when I taught co-ed or all boys, I used to do this thing to kind of like assert my authority. Would that be I would pick the kid. Hey, guys, it's a game out there. It's ruthless out there. Yeah, right? right. So I would always pick a kid who I know I could beat in arm wrestling. And I would kind of like antagonize him a bit till he'd kind of be like, blah, blah, blah. like, what, you want to beat me in arm wrestling? You want to fight me in arm wrestling? You want to challenge me? And then I would make everyone watch as I destroyed him. <laughs> See, when I say this out loud, it sounds... <laughs> 
it doesn't sound as public humiliation is key. <laughs> no, but then but, it was you know, like, watch out, everybody. No, well, here's the thing: you're taking something that's innocent, <laughs> arm wrestling, but you're using it to to create like this message because for some odd reason, this innocent like to adult minds like right. this innocent message means a lot to teenagers. And yep. um, like I sorry, and uh, but. It, I think that would work just fine. I think maybe like because the, like the film next wrestling, meeting, you're like, oh, well, well, that's no, weird. Film wrestling is anyone's game. That's, that's anyone's. Luck. That's luck. You are you are, no. you are gender fucking this shit. I am. You I are. am. Watch Boom. out. Watch Thank out. you, Professor Hashtag Paxton, for teaching me, me that too. one. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. But I'm gonna jump <laughs> on it. I'm jumping on it. <laughs> and I would. There was a student in your class actually oh, as a senior that I beat, and I'm not gonna put it, call him out. Barcelona. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But I that I could. I'm just saying. Meow. <laughs> yeah. So there was. So I would always be like, "This is gonna be like, watch out, watch out, everybody." Yeah, right. Boom roasted. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So I, that had nothing to do with anything. So um, that won't be the criteria. <laughs> that won't be. That won't be. Anything. But you know. So that's kind of the ultimate goal and the ultimate dream, and it's something I've been working for for like the last year or so, and it's something that really excites me and gets me. You know, because the thing about teaching is that you always have to kind of inspire yourself because no one else is really going to do it for you. So you have to find these little pockets and these ways to inspire yourself. So whether it's, you know, trying something new in your classroom and having it work or, um, you know, going back to school, switching schools, all of those things, um, I think kind of help to kind of keep somebody going. Because the last thing I want to be is that person who we've all had those teachers who've been teaching for um, what seems like 200 years and it you it shows and they kind of do the same thing and they don't seem to love it anymore and they don't seem to love kids anymore so i don't ever want to be that person so for me the next step would be to kind of taking all that i have learned and all that my um my girlfriends have learned and kind of putting it to putting you know we you know i'll spot out a lot about all the things i believe and all the things i know well now it's kind of my opportunity to actually you know do something about it so we'll see that's awesome we'll see no, I, I, you know, it's cool. Is like, I remember you telling me, like, I think I want to do this. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like, I, like, it's just, you're making moves. And that's like kind of cool. I'm to making see. money moves. What? Yeah. Oh, what? What? That's awesome. Okay. What does that mean? That's a Cardi B reference. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm you're, sorry, you're, millennials. Do you not, have you not heard of Cardi B? No, no me and Jimmy are just so dumb and behind. Like, like Jimmy's I, busy talking about Lord Huron. Okay, again, every, every back every to week. saying, okay, again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> see, I know something. My giant teeth just like, no, I almost ate the mic, everybody. <laughs> You're fine. You're good. You know, and that's, uh, I really like what you are like, you know, throwing down with this. Like, I really, really do. Do you want to arm wrestle later on? No, no. I'm afraid. <laughs> Full blown, like afraid. Uh, no, but I also really like that you're just kind of opening more opportunity like for like female education, but like mm-hmm. you know, so you know, like Mother Macaulay, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Why do you think they're so successful? Well, because I think a couple things. They're they're an absolute powerhouse, and they completely have the market. I think on the south side, I think they have. Um, so what happens a lot of times with Catholic schools is that you have it's it's finances, right? So you have the different orders that run boys' schools, and you have a different order that runs girls' schools, and. Unfortunately, the, a lot of the girls' schools, you you know, people are not entering the nunhood, is it called? So you're kind of losing your order and you're losing alumni and you're kind of, it's kind of trailing off as, as the school dwindles, whereas the boys' schools are, are tend to be powerhouses. They tend to do better. And this is just kind of how it is. I'm not, this isn't a commentary about saving money and having endowment and reaching out to alumni. And I think Macaulay's done an amazing job of it. They also have an amazing product. And they've really kind of carved a niche for themselves being liberal arts, being a theater school that also gives students, also prepares them for school or whatever they want to do. Um, and they're also unapologetically, unapologetically Catholic and they're unapologetically female in that respect. Like, And I think Catholic schools tend to want to stay relevant. So sometimes they'll kind of change how they market themselves to fit the current trends. Whereas Macaulay's never had to do that. And I think that's why they're successful. I think schools run into trouble when they're like, well, we're Catholic, but we're not that Catholic. Yeah. Well, we're this, but we're not all the all the time. You know, right. and I they think like Mac- drive it home. Mighty Max. They're terrifying. They're also amazing at sports. They also put money into the, to, to, you know, their theater program. Obviously, they put money into to girls 
um, sports, which a lot of co-ed institutions don't necessarily. I mean, they legally have to, to a certain extent, but, but not put, like. They're putting way more in that football team. More than I mean, the, I would else. be terrified of them. I couldn't arm wrestle any of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> and when I, that, you know, so I think that's what they have going for them. And they. And I, I actually never even thought of that before because yeah. it's like the fact that they opened up an all girls school. They are. Um, decades ahead, liberal wise, yeah, like mindset wise, yeah. Than anything that opened up prior to that, which is like, um, basically the co-ed or all boys, mm-hmm. right? Because you either got if you're a boy, you can do either. If you're a girl, you had co-ed, and that was it. Yeah. Until a school like this opens up, and their order is committed to education. Like they, they've just done things. They've just done done things right. And there's a lot of, like I said, a lot of girls' schools, like where you have that are being kind of like with Queen of Peace and Lawrence, where they're being kind of absumed by or consumed by the boys' school because they, for whatever reason, didn't do a great job of of managing. And it's not an indictment on school; it just it is, you know, the climate is changing also. For sure. But like they just don't have that money to keep the school going. And I think there's, like I said, I think there's, there, a lot of schools can be very apologetic about who they are. Whereas if you just are who you are and you put out a good product, people are going to want to go there and, pe- and and spend money on it. You know, this is reminding me a little bit of myself. Of, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. Um, of a church song I once no, wrote. Yeah, right. <laughs> believe in yourself like the way you believe in Christ. Anyway, uh, so I just stupid. made that up. That's really good. That's really good. I need. Yeah, you yeah. can have some more wine. Thanks. Boom. Anyway, um, we we drink so, and we know things. That's right. So yeah. What? On, throne for what? Oh, more throne what? references. Boom. All the wine's gone. And my beer is gone. <laughs> yeah, you got some Pepsi no, over there. Yeah, I got, so I got some flat Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I was doing Snowball, um, what's familiar. Snowball? Oh, yeah. familiar. What Snowball is? Snowball is uh, for those who've been to Catholic school. It's almost like Kairos, but it's like since we're a public school, we can't really talk too much about religion. It's like a retreat at all. It is. Re- I was getting there. Thank you. Um, but it is like a retreat, and it is not like a retreat. It is a retreat Whoa. at a uh, Camp Manitakwa. And uh, that sometimes oh, fast. Is yeah. that the one with the low ropes course? Uh, you know what? Never it's mind. I'm going to be quiet. I don't think so. Okay, never okay, mind. Speak up. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but like there was, there's this, there's a speaker that came in and they're talking about how to like overcome many of life's challenges by just simply owning like what you do to like the fullest, mm, you know? Yeah, and, totally. and it kind of like hit home for me. Cause it's like, she was even like, and she was like kind of blunt. She was just like, it's like, if there's something that other people think that like, that they don't like about you, but you really do care about like within reason, obviously <laughs> if, like, if you're like dissecting squirrels, yeah, like exactly. you really like, shouldn't wanna... own that. Um, I love lighting fires. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you should not. And like, unless you want to pursue like, uh, I don't know, like sciences, like, you know, like that's saying science people. Right. They're normal. It's completely, yeah, totally. they're completely normal. But, um, you know, but like, it's just like owning, owning what you are right. to the highest of your ability, like basically produces results, you know, like, and I think once you are in that space, like no one can, no one can, you're kind of impenetrable to write to the criticism. Cause it's like, this is who I am. I'm comfortable with who I am. What are you going to say about it? And yeah. I think that's very intimidating and at the same time, very attractive. You know, uh, one thing you said to me once was uh, oh, people's God. opinions are none of my business. None of my business. I think I was quoting Oprah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. But, but it, that's it's so like, true. I, it's I like, imagine, that's my I, <laughs> I imagine, like in your pajamas and like you're just like chilling out and you're like using that, you know, like <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that quote will be lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lighter. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your amazing uh, uh, foundation for your mom? Oh, okay. So I, my mom passed away from cancer about four and a half years ago, almost five years ago. And she was, and she was very young. She was like 63. And, you know, as cancer does, you usually find out before you know, we had seven months with her when we knew that she was that they could stop. They couldn't treat her anymore. But at the same time, we, you know, you kind of have to live every every moment you can. What was your um? what was your quote? What was your live, laugh, love? What oh, was like your Columbia's? from Columbia. It was like, uh, I'm loving it. Live what you love. Live what you love. So we had seven <laughs> months with our mother to live what we loved. And my mom was so my mom and my father were married. She, my mom was very young and my father had a business. And, and you know, my mom was a mom. My mom. My mom was a mom, a hardcore mom. So she was never really 
when it came to money, my dad always, always handled the money. And so she was always one of these, she'd always have these weird conversations with me that were like, hey, you know what? Your dad, he's got a private accounts. And it was one of these bizarre conversations oh, my mom would always talk to me about like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your dad, he's got money. And she would give me numbers of things. And I was like, what do you, she was like a beautiful mind. She had somehow figured out that my <laughs> oh, father like was Russell stealing Crow. money or hoarding money from her. So when she knew that she was going to pass away, she was like, listen, there's money and I want you to have it. And I remember thinking, I don't want your money. I don't want, I don't want your life. What varsity blues? That's relevant. <laughs> 90s reference. So I'm like, I don't want your money, mom. But she was so adamant about like having these like very close, when there was a very close talker, especially when she was Chardonnay drunk, which at the last seven months of her life, she was a lot. And in my <laughs> face about how she has, your father has these accounts and I want you to have this money. This money came from this and this is where it goes. And I remember thinking, I don't want your money. So I'm like, well, what? If you're going to give me this money, I'm not going to take it. I want to do something with, with it. So my brothers and I kind of thought about coming up with the Marty Leiter Foundation. Hold on. The MLF for short, also known as the MILF. Not the intention. Not the intent. Not the intent. <laughs> but, but, but it, it is happened. What, it happened. It happened. And it's, it is what it is. So we started this foundation for her because we're like, if we're going to get this bizarre money that apparently that my father keeps in shoeboxes buried in the backyard, like, let's, <laughs> let's do something with this. So, and, you know, and having lost our mother when she was so young and we were also young, it was like we wanted to do something where we could remember her. So we've taken whatever money that we had and, and we've been people have been so generous and we've been operating for, I think, three years. Yeah. Three years. I think so. And um, kind of our big event every year is the Cancer Schmancer 5K, which is up in Grays Lake. And that's where she used to live. And her whole thing was like Cancer Schmancer. And I was like, well, OK, it's, also like it's not going to kill you. But Cancer Schmancer it is, lady. Apocalypse. We have a big 5K out in the in, in kind of where the area where she used to walk um, when we were growing up. And so we kind of do that. We have, speaking of Rita, we have a scholarship um, that we, she was very adamant that we go to Catholic schools. And so we kind of have a scholarship. We kind of have, we have a scholarship in her name um, to help support a student who is, you know, help support a student who is um, seeking out Catholic education, but maybe just needs some assistance in that. Um, we give money to Journey Care, which was her hospice organization. We give money to the American Cancer Society, American Cancer Association, it's the ACS, American Cancer Society. I'm sorry, and as well as the Colon Cancer Coalition. So we kind of use it just to kind of have a fun, do these fun events. We have the Marty Party, which we're going to rotate every other year. Pat's been there. Pat's played it. Pat's played it played it i've been there i've eaten the free charcuterie yeah i've played the so, journey covers yeah you well, yeah. okay so also my mom <laughs> loved neil diamond love oh neil my god diamond. forever in blue so, jeans forever, or temporarily in blue jeans so what we do is the first time that we had the event we're like we're gonna have a you know i told pat like, we're gonna have a forever in blue jeans sing along yeah. so you, you have to remember you have to learn the words forever in blue jeans right and what happened pat well, I didn't memorize it completely. No. So I had to run to my car and just like grab it real quick, okay. like the lyrics. Sure. And I had run to my car, but uh -huh. somewhere somewhere along the line somewhere of me line. running to my car and, yeah. and running back, they're like, all right, we're just going to start it anyway. Well, I didn't know what was happening. And there was like a lot of people looking at me. So I was like, right. so you want in doubt, I just sing Neil Diamond. So, but, or challenge people to an arm wrestle. That's what I should have done. Next time I'll do that. So <laughs> we're all, we're on this fucking circle yeah. at the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> at this yeah. bar. Yeah. And everyone's like kind of got these like these uh little note cards almost yeah. of like the lyrics to neil diamond's forever in blue jeans yeah and everyone's like money walks because <laughs> we were waiting for our, our, our musical talent to be and there so I, then i came back and i like brought the guitar yes. and i'm playing along with it. i'm playing along with it but You're i'm just playing like, like i'm singing the chorus <laughs> i'm not singing the verses everyone else it was a fucking shit show <laughs> So that's why we call it temporarily, temporarily in blue you know, jeans. You know what though? I'm sure if your if your <laughs> yes. mom saw that, she would be like, "That's about right." And how like, she's like, about right. she's like, "Yeah, you know that." Yeah, yeah that's about that, right. That's that's it. You know, like, hilarious. Um, yeah. Oh my god. No, you know what? That has charm, and that's all that matters. It does. Yeah. You know? You know. And it's not about we're not trying to compete with any of the larger organizations. It's more about doing events that we feel is important, giving our money to places that we feel is important, and remembering our moms. So yeah. That's what the MILF's all about. So, Damn. I'm bam. sorry. Mil You've just been MILFed. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't try it doesn't, that's not the same thing. Hashtag MILF. <laughs> that's not the same thing. Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
I I certainly did not like like I I believe every word that you say because oh, I I do think okay. you're a very trustworthy person. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, no, go I'm there. sorry. No, wait, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for no, the like, I was I was like when you first told me that like the like the whole like foundation was called mm-hmm. MILF, I was just like I was like what? I was like <laughs> Oh god, I don't want to go. <laughs> well, again, you have to, you know, and again, it's like you have to go with like you just said, you have to go with your strengths and kind of embrace who you are. So No, for sure. This is where we're at. I'm a firm believer if you don't laugh about it, you cry about it. 100%. Like, and you know. My mother wouldn't know what a MILF was even if you explained it to her. So the fact that we could Why it would the they milf, want that? What is, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what that means. Oh, that's Nick's idea. Yeah, right. Don't well, encourage him. I mean, I think what, <laughs> I think what's so cool is like it is very much that. Like yeah. I, I've gone to pry four or five of those events, mm-hmm. like either the cancer schmancers or the mm-hmm. Marty parties, and it's very obvious it's like a joint effort and I know how much work you put into it yeah. just cuz we talk, but like it's you, Nick and Brian. Yeah. And like you're in your are brothers. There. Those yeah. are your brothers. Shout out to you guys. And it's it, it 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 translates so well, like like I guess the love and care your mom instilled in the three of you, like seriously, well, because like yeah. it's like the same people come every year or yeah. like every time, and then it's like it grows. Yeah, that's the idea. And like, like you guys always idea. do these like very touching speeches, and it's like of course we're in a circle like singing forever in right. blue jeans. Awkwardly. You know what I mean? It's like uh, and it's again, awesome. do it one more time, everybody. Hit the chorus one more time. Yeah, just you know, what? go back to the chorus. Go back to know? the chorus. And we like, got it. And then you we know, it's it. like. Yeah, it's 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 really it's really nice. Yeah, and I think those are those are things that we all kind of strive to do. When you, I think those are things that like when you lose somebody like that, whoever that is, like you want to keep their memory, and you don't you don't really know how. I'm sorry, like Game of Thrones, like what were we like with Bran? Them being like, if they kill Bran, they kill everyone's memory. Yeah. Spoiler is that a spoiler alert? alert? Maybe if you didn't watch it, I don't know when we're gonna release this episode. But well, if no, you don't no, watch it's fine. Game- yeah, no, it's all well, good. Well, if you watch if you don't watch Game of Thrones, I can't help you at this well, point. What we're going to do is uh we will put a spoiler no. warning. We're going I know, but I don't want to I don't want to derail you. Keep going. No, I'm just saying that like that idea of like once you get rid of someone's memory, it's you know, you want to keep that memory along, around for as long as 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 long as possible. That's what we feel and this is how we have chosen to do it. Yeah. And I it's think awesome. yeah, so it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> Bro, you going to remember me? <laughs> I fucking hope so. Dude. <laughs> I hope so. Don't Dude. Yeah. Yo. We're the boys. I ate 15 chili dogs in like two minutes. <laughs> Remember me, bro? <laughs> and scene. Me and Megan have this thing. It's like called us uh, Southside Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> That's my brother Nick. My brother Nick has a friend of his who has does the Southside accent. Keep in mind, we're I'm we're from the northern suburbs. Suburbs. I live in the north side, so the South Side to us has always. I've got a really good friend who grew up in Beverly, and we always were kind of like we would talk to her. Shout out to Kate. We would always talk to her like she was a foreign exchange student. We're like, how are you getting home? And where do you live? And wait, what's there? Because she lives by um, a night or she used to live on 99th where there was that person that had the garage decorated like a Cincinnati Bengals. Right by Hearts over by the truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're all just like, they wait, have where? the sickest Christmas decorations. I'm sure they, yeah. that, And we're always just like, wait, what? Where Not do you that house, but right over there. Like when she would no, come up to visit sorry. me, she'd sleep <laughs> over because we didn't know where how she was getting home because it seemed so far away. So um, the cell side for, to, to us was such a novelty. It was like this sort of like mysterious. It was like, you know, kids that go away for um, for semesters in college. That's how we kind of thought the the it was like our Paris, you know, it was like I'm going to go to the south side and, and, you know, get a milkshake or whatever. So, um, so Rainbow Cone, it's on the south side. It's very exquisite. So. Mm. Um, it is. We would. He would. He has a friend of his that makes has this ongoing joke that like she he instead of Southsiders don't say awesome they say it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And I just always I always envision somebody in like a green Hawks jersey with their name on it with a with a backwards white like you know like uh, like Bears hat you know. And like, what would their name be like uh, O'Donnell or what's like a McCormick like, McCormick Smith. Smith with an E yeah a lot of Irish. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, like, a lot of nice people. Yeah, for sure. But awesome. sometimes they're assholes. No, uh, <laughs> oh I thought God. we were doing like a bit. I don't know. Totally. You know, I'm not gonna lie. The north side is almost like that's like the same thing with us. 
Like, oh, you think so? Like, like it's a little a, bit. so mysterious. Well, so like Pat, like sometimes we go up and we'll go to the pie shop. What? Oh, bang, bang. That's right by, it's right by where I live. Yeah. So like, yeah. but like I trade like a little field trip. I'm like, oh, we're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. or, or like every time, like, so for me, it's like, I don't drive. So like, it, it's probably different for you. But like for me, I don't drive downtown. I refuse I, I, I just time. don't do I mean, it. I work downtown. So. I know, but like, I just don't like it. I I traveled from L.A. to Chicago, no problem. I cannot drive downtown. I just don't do it. You also and, took a plane. You didn't have to drive at all. <laughs> no, I drove. Oh, you did from, drive. I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. Asshole. Is, that, is that on your paper? I got to fact check paper? that. I got to fact check that. <laughs> yeah, but like, sorry. so it's fine. But like, so whenever I'm going like to the north side, I... Uh, yeah, yeah. Stu, I feel bad. I totally was that. like, "You're wrong." Yeah, and you I'm like, arm wrestle him, know, arm right? wrestle him. Yeah, you like gave me like a weak serve, <laughs> and I just like totally like nailed it back at your forehead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social volleyball. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but so anyway, whenever I go to the north side, though, like I always take like the train. Nice. Which, like, that also just adds not only more time, but also the novelty of, like, this isn't what I'm used to. <laughs> so, like, um, so the whole thing is just, like, it's more of, like, an experience for me. Yeah, that's how I feel with the South Side. The drinks are so cheap here. Oh, my You're God. You're getting them in plastic it's, cups. It's what, we, it's what we're You're known for almost. Cups. Right. But they're going to be, they're, but they're cheap, which I like. I like yeah. that. Totally. It, maybe not the vodka you wanted, but it's the vodka you're getting. But it's exactly. the vodka you deserve. It's the vodka you deserve. <laughs> and don't, and, and it, yeah. yeah. I like it. I do. It is. They, again, milkshakes are great down here. We do have like a mean milkshake, like culture. Yeah, it, is. Jansons, it is. Jansons, you got Jansons, Wojo's. I mean, I don't, oh. I've heard Wojo's is like, I've heard it's That's good. It's awesome. It is but awesome. But like, I'm not a fan, to be honest. Okay. But I've also, I bring it up. I'm just saying people <laughs> okay. like talk about it. Like Andy's custard's like all oh, the freaking rage. And it's really good. It's all it the is freaking good. Rage. It's all the freaking rage. Rage, rage. So <laughs> like I just like so many of my friends are like, yeah, you're gonna go to Andy's. I'm gonna drop twenty five dollars on like on <laughs> some frozen milk. You know, it's just <laughs> like do this thing. Well, as opposed to the north side, well, twenty five dollars will get you maybe a drink and a half. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh my god. Like it's it's becoming more and more apparent now. Is like, and I'm not. I don't know what's happening to me. I th- I feel like I'm reaching like puberty 2.0. Whoa. Where it's like. Where it's Same, like, bro. Well, it's just like, it's like, if we're all going out. I'm like, where are we going out? And then it's like, it's like, we're going to go to the super inclusive pub on the north side. And guess what? A Miller Lite costs $19. 100%. 100%. And I'm just like, can we just like do anything else? You know, just, like, don't you want to just like hang out at your house and like. No, not even that. I'm not, I'm not there yet. But, like, I think I will eventually get there. But, like, I really, like, enjoy... Like, I like Hearts. Hearts is wonderful. Hearts is great. Hearts Saloon. Um, I just want to wrap this up super duper quick. But I just want to say... Um, I just want to, like... I want to thank you personally. Oh. Because if there was no Megan Leiter, there'd oh. be, like, no Pat Egan. What? Yeah. And Snow Mouth Breather. So you... Oh, my gosh. You... Are indirectly. You know, the next. You guys remind me of this the next time I find, lock myself in like a storage closet and cry. Yeah. Sure. Will you remind me of this moment of right here? Well, like, I just want to. Like, so I was so. I did not know a thing. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I I remember like talking to you and just like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, you know, and I, I kind of got to the conclusion that I wanted to do music and you were like, totally do it. And one of the. Uh, I still have it to this day. Mm when I had graduated, you giving me a <laughs> card. You were like, here you go. This is for you. And it was a card that said, it was like some fucking stupid card from Walgreens. It said, Oh, every ouch. Well, I don't know. It just was like, where did you get this thing? You know, <laughs> but it, 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 the whole thing was the, the, the front of the card. It said, every zoo is a petting zoo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And then you open it and it just says, go for it. And it and you had signed it. <laughs> Nuff said, ML. <laughs> and, and it, well, but it was in regards to like my conversation of like I I don't know what I want to do. Like I'm so right. scared. And you're just like you just need to do this. It's not a choice yeah. for you. And that has set me on a path of like where I am now. Like every single choice. And I I really appreciate that. You. That actually means a lot. That I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Like seriously. Like thank you so much for believing. Like and I, me and Jimmy, we sent this that we had. We believe it or not, we had a couple test runs of mouth breather. We sent it to you, um, and I'm so glad that you're here talking about what you're passionate about and what you got going on. If everyone's curious, Jimmy, about the- do you want to thank me as well? <laughs> I wanna, do you have any compliments for me, Jimmy? Yeah, I want to. I want to <laughs> thank you for instructing us. Uh, <laughs> well, no. not, not not to burp. 
into the microphone. Well, okay, to be fair. Okay, but to be fair. Okay, but to be fair. That was, okay, I did say that. I did say that. But I felt like, you know, know. you want, you want, you I know. want. I want your mommies to be proud. You know, I want your mommies to be proud. And I don't need, we don't need your mamas and your nanas listening to you burp. So that was I just. Like, I was, it's not even burp, but just like burping into it on purpose almost and here it is is. here's what kills me it's not the burp that i i can't take and this is a personal issue but it's the where you blow your burp afterwards (laughs) that to me is just i just i have a hard you've gotten better you know i i haven't heard you (laughs) right i'm just totally joking awkward so anyway oh my god it's not Uh, a Jim Egan quote. It's only awkward unless you make it so. Um, <laughs> Which I do So let me make often. it so. So let me make so, it so. By the way, <laughs> making it so right now. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I really, really appreciate it. And I know you're super busy, but you actually took time to. Well, I'm coming for. Uh, Who is Sarah? Sarah Johnson. Sarah Johnson. I'm coming for Sarah Johnson because she she's an amazing guest. Yeah. So I that was my standard for to to be her. So. That's awesome. And I think, like, it's certainly not a competition. Oh, no, I know everyone wins. But I'm just saying. (laughs) I understand millennials. Nothing's a competition. But, I mean, you know, I just want, I just, you know, I just want to be. I just want to be the best. I just want to be the best. I don't want me. (laughs) (laughs) Just want to be asked back, like, ten times. (laughs) It's fine. Oh, my God. All right. Who do you think could win in a fight, me or Sarah, or like an arm Oh my god, this is the Johnson? second time we talked. Oh my god. I don't know. Like I could take. I honestly probably could take most of your guests. I know. I think so. But I don't. So think me and Sarah Patrick, actually, Johnson. We've is, talked. We've we've had this exact conversation. She's before. a force. And like, it's not that I don't believe in you. No, no, no. But she's just such, a, and she's so like such an engaging personality that I think I'd be blinded by her, and I yeah. would be off. Yeah, I'd be thrown off. Yeah. Because Charlie, I got a hundred percent. Oh yeah, you got Charlie. Murphy. Jake, easy, easy. Jake's like hates me. I've called him out yeah. on every podcast. No, he's, you know. <laughs> by the way, you should listen to Verified Podcast. By the way, just saying. yeah, and and ours. Don't forget about but ours. mostly <laughs> ours. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening right now, please keep listening. Yeah. Please. But, uh, <laughs> no. Um. Dude, that is a hard question. Um. I'm gonna say for the sake of it, I'm gonna say you because for because you're here in front of me. Yeah, in the room. Right. I know you can kick my ass. Probably, but because it's not how strong you are, it's how mean you are. Oh. Shout out to my father who taught me that. Anyway, <laughs> so, but I think it's, I think Sarah ha- has me beat because I, I think I would just be so blinded by her talent and, and, and her charisma. So we'll put Sarah first. Right on. I, I'm, I'm good sport. Cool. No, I think it's true. Okay. Yeah. Let's, uh, yeah. Right on. But I think I can take anyone else. It should be the next I think, episode. I think so too. It should be yeah. the next episode of Mouth Peter. It should, we should just record fights. Like only audio though. <laughs> that'd be funny. And it would yeah. just be like heavy breathing. Yeah. So we should commentary. It'd be like a fake commentary. Oh my God. That'd be so funny. All right. Before we get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So this is episode 15 of the Mouth Breather podcast. And my name is Jim Egan. My name is Pat Egan. I'm Megan Leiter. And uh, we are signing off and pod on. Thank you. Hey there, class, open your books. Gonna punch you in the face with some knowledge. Dr. Lauder, crushing dreams. She also has arm wrestled some teens. What? It's awesome. Not how strong you are, it's how mean you are. <laughs> you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it to shots. <laughs> hey, Pat, I'll be seeing you after class. Okay. <laughs>